Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. No discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. We're reading from Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 11, Colin. Yes, uh, we saw yesterday, didn't we, that sometimes there is a great cost to maintaining our faith in God. Some people have had to suffer deprivation of their liberty and even have been martyred for holding on to their faith in God and in the Lord Jesus Christ. And the writer is saying, well, just realize that, you know, even when there are hardships, it's like God allowing those hardships as as discipline, but just remain faithful because God is your Father, He loves you, and He will bring you through to the ultimate victory, which is, of course, resurrection and life with Him forevermore. So He's saying that if you persevere later on, that that perseverance and that discipline that you endure will produce a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. Therefore, strengthen your feeble arms and weak knees. <laughs> Make level paths for your feet so that the lame may not be disabled, but rather healed. You know, walk with strength as the people of God. Weak in yourself, but strong in him because your confidence is in the one who is faithful. So then he says, make every effort to live in peace with all men and to be holy for without holiness, no one will see the Lord. Now, we've, we've um, spoken a lot about holiness as we've been going through this um, book of Hebrews. And uh, this is a very important statement. Without holiness, no one will see the Lord. Why? Because he is a holy God. And in heaven, there are not any beings uh, that are not holy. The whole heavenly host is created to be holy. And the new creation, those who are born again of the Spirit, are born again to be a holy people set apart for the purposes of God. So, uh, you know, we are a holy people, and therefore we are called to live in ways that please God. A holy people will be a people of faith, because, uh, you know, without faith it is impossible to please the Lord. So, it isn't that we have to do any of this in our own strength. God always graces us for what he wants to do. So he will grace us to live the life of faith. He will grace us to live a life of love. He will grace us. He will give us all the favor that we need to live the holy life that he calls us to live. So the writer says in verse 15, see to it that no one misses the grace of God, that no bitter root grows up to cause trouble and defile many. You know, there is, in the body of Christ, in the church of Jesus Christ, there is to be that unity of love, no bitterness, no judgment, no criticism of, of one another that's going to tear relationships apart. But we've got to be really encouraging one another, building one another up in love, really standing together. There's enough to contend with in the world and to withstand, uh, you know, all the temptations and onslaughts of, of, of the enemy and, and to be standing against the temptations of the flesh than to actually be fighting one another. I mean, that's crazy. So we need to be standing together, helping one another. So he says, see to it that no one is sexually immoral 
or is godless like Esau, who for a single meal sold his inheritance rights as the oldest son. You know, one serious mistake can land you in trouble, can't it? Afterward, as you know, when he wanted to inherit his blessing, he was rejected. Now, um, the writer is not saying, look, if you sin, you're going to be rejected like Esau. He's talking about the final ultimate rejection of rejecting your faith in Jesus just to save your life. Uh, that's what he's referring to there. He could bring about no change of mind, though he sought the blessing with tears. So, you know, that this was a horrendous situation for these believers to be in. But in certain other countries, I don't have to name them on air now, um, because there are believers that are in great difficulty in those countries. But, um, there, you know, there are people being put to death today. There people will die today in different parts of the world simply because they are Christians. So, you know, I believe we need to pray for them, don't we, and just acknowledge that we are all part of the one body of Christ with people that are paying such a price. So, um, you know, uh, the writer contrasts what all these great people of faith that we read about in chapter 11, what they were able to inherit as part of the old covenant, but we who belong to Christ, we who live in him, we in whom Christ lives by the power of his Holy Spirit, we have such a, a better standing before God here on earth and such a rich and great reward awaiting for us in heaven. So he says in verse 22, but you have come to Mount Zion, to the heavenly Jerusalem, the city of the living God. This is where we belong. You know, as Paul says, our citizenship is in heaven. You have come to thousands upon thousands of angels in joyful assembly, to the church of the firstborn whose names are written in heaven. And Paul says, you know, that um, we are seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. God already sees us as his faithful ones there in heaven. Uh, we are part of, of, of that glorious company that surround the throne in heavenly worship. And, you know, when we, we die and go to be with the Lord, we shall take our appointed place in that whole assembly. Ah, that's wonderful, isn't it? Um, so you, he says, you have come to God, the judge of all men. But we don't have to fear that judgment because of the redeeming love and of the Lord Jesus, because of the sacrifice that he's made for us, because of the blood that he's poured out for us. So you have come to God, the judge of all men, to the spirits of righteous men made perfect. You know, we're, we're really at one with all the redeemed in heaven, and we shall take their place to them. You have come to Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, uh, that and to the sprinkled blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. So, you know, we belong to God now through the new covenant promises that God has made through Jesus, that we possess eternal life, that the kingdom of God is within us, uh, that uh, it's through faith in him that we have eternal salvation. And we have the blood of Jesus that has cleansed us from our sins, that continues to keep us clean and holy before for God, that as we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So because of all these things, the writer says, see to it that you do not refuse him who speaks. 
if he did not escape when if they did not escape when they refused him who warned them on earth how much less will we if we turn away from him who warns us from heaven so again this is another warning even at the last even if your life is on the line don't turn away from him at that time his vo- voice shook the earth but now he has promised once more i will shake not only the earth but also the heavens the words once more indicate the removing of what can be shaken that is created things so that what cannot be shaken will remain and of course that time will come when everything will be shaken far more than anything we see now but what will remain is is those who have faith in the lord jesus those who will inhabit the new heaven and the new earth and so in verse 28 therefore since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken let us be thankful and so worship god acceptably with reverence and awe for our god is a consuming fire there will be the shaking there will if you like be a burning away of everything that does not belong to god that does not honor god that does not acknowledge him that does not acknowledge jesus as the son of god and there will be this glorious glorious entering into the inheritance of the saints in heaven and the saints on earth there will be this coming together of the of the glorious body of christ and and isn't it wonderful to know that we will be part of that and really the cost of faithfulness to god now the cost of obedience to his commands and whatever he asks us to do to make jesus known to others to serve others in love to reveal the nature of the faithfulness of our god whatever he asks of us now is as nothing compared with that wonderful 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 inheritance that awaits us as the co-heirs with christ And I suppose the bottom line is Colin that we are members of a kingdom that cannot be shaken that's very affirming isn't it Absolutely so you see he begins in verse 13 we must remember of course in the original there were not different chapters it all flows on as a continuous narrative keep on loving each other as brothers so you know live 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 the kingdom life now here on earth do not forget to entertain strangers for by doing so some people have entertained angels without knowing it you know the you, you, we we have all these wonderful glorious concepts of the great reward that awaits us in heaven yet now here on earth we've got to live out the gospel in the nitty-gritty circumstances in which we live day by day so what does that mean love each other as brothers don't allow anything to come in and divide you don't allow any criticism judgment or anything to undermine your love and unity together entertain strangers yeah you might be entertaining an angel even you know because that person that god sends you might be the testing of your faith <laughs> uh, remember those in prison you see especially those that are in prison for the faith as if you were their fellow prisoners and those who are mistreated as if you yourselves were suffering you see this is again referring particularly to the saints that are going through these difficult times so uh, you know this was written at a time of great stress great need but oh my goodness the wonderful wonderful truths and principles that there are which are still true for us today and that god wants to see outworked in our lives 
You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 